Hey, welcome to the party. Come to the table and have fun talking what it is to be a human animal with us. We focus first on physical health. Give yourself a strong foundation to better dig into the psychology and comedy of life. After we've tackled the vital parts of living, we can pursue other facets of a healthful life. Cultural reflections of our humanity, like movies, television, and everything that speaks to maximizing the human experience. This is Better Health and World. <laughs> I am Matthew Kogamo Jr. at Matthew J. Better, a credentialed writer and certified personal trainer who spent years honing the easiest way to live right in spite of the many things in our way. The drive through a long jam schedule, or the ultimate saboteur, the human brain. Gathered as usual by my fellow health enthusiast, Joe Neubauer at Joe Knows MMA. How we living, everybody. And Gabrielle Tambowin at Gabby underscore T. What up, guys? Hear them and me also on our sister production, Better Fight Cast, for your tightest coverage of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts, for rookie fans and you seasoned vets. Get that and this on iTunes or SoundCloud to hear us break down the purest, bestest sport you can follow. Now, let us dig into the purest, bestest, everything and anything else right after this word from the legal department. Although Matthew Crocombe Jr. is a certified personal trainer, is not acting in this capacity on this program. All information presented here is strictly for educational and entertainment purposes. Hey, thanks, Legal. Today we're going to get into a little healthy living easy, some no more pacifiers, a.k.a. don't be Pavlov's dog, and perhaps even we'll bleed into some trainer training before we have a little dessert, the movie talk at the end. If you stick around, you hear us discussing the best movie comedies ever. But first, got a couple of things batting around in my in my brain. Um, we need to be more disciplined always. Manage your time more efficiently to jam more stuff into the crazy crowded schedule that we've all got. My son is homeschooled and he just started fourth grade. The material is starting to take a jump. This is the first year we've got a preset curriculum instead of assembling one together from a variety of sources like we've been doing, which is kind of nice because there's videos of professional teachers teaching professionally. There's one thing that I noticed the first time the teacher had the class really loud together. They, they sounded almost like they were too much in unison, like it was fake. I'm, uh, and I'm wondering, just as sitcoms have... And other half-hour comedies have pre-recorded canned laughter and other audience reactions. Do homeschool videos have canned unified kids reading? Do they just get them all like together in a choir like they're singing We Are the World or whatever? <laughs> it also reminded me of comedy specials, stand-ups. I've heard they'll film a couple of different sets of the same material and piece them together and make a best version. That's fine. Uh, but I've also heard sometimes they'll add laughter on top of the video for the big, the big joke. If they don't get the, the laugh they're going for, they'll add it in after the fact. And this, I, uh, you know, I have some, some issue with. Uh, I, I am, unfortunately, as it may, uh, you know, I may be sometimes too much a seeker of truth. And this, this, can be, this can be annoying to myself and others. I can overthink things and add layers that aren't there to a person's actions or a piece of art or who knows what else that is not coming to mind right now but complicates what could otherwise be a much more peaceful life. And digitally adding laughter to a comedy special seems very inauthentic, very, mm -hmm. like, against the truth. With that said, it's never been obvious to me in the many comedy specials that I've watched where they added in this canned laughter. And those audience members who are actually there at the place, I mean, they know that they're part of the recording and therefore they're kind of part of their performance too. Uh, so, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's really that much of, of a problem or not because the real audience is all the people like, you know, watching it on Netflix and everything. Mm -hmm. and, like we're not... Like it does, you know. So maybe it doesn't really matter, especially if th them adding the laughter. Because I mean, audiences can be wrong. Just because mm -hmm. the the whole audience there can be can be wrong, and they really can be like not getting the joke. They yeah. can be missing the thing, the big setup. You know, these these guys. It, the the beauty of comedy is that it looks like an accident, but mm -hmm. it's not an accident. Every almost every pause and everything. At least by the time you get to a special, you're not mm -hmm. really improving anything. The the accidental reactions to the things that you're saying. I mean, it's. It's a craft. It's a, it's a play. So in a, in a sense, maybe you could say comedy in itself is inauthentic because people tell stories and bits and, you know, they'll say, I, I live with my this cousin who blah, 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 blah. And that person may have never lived with the cousin, but, it, you know, the story is still the story and mm -hmm. there is still, you know, a kind of human truth in that story, I suppose. So maybe that's okay. Mm-hmm. And it, it, and it kind of remind it kind of reminds me of an issue I'm facing right now. I, I my 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 car. I have a I'm still making car payments on my car. I've, I've almost got it paid off, 
It's nice. I think it's going to last me a long time. I really, this is, I love my car. My car is great. I don't have anything like fancy, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a Corolla, but it's the best car, probably the best car. I mean, I, the last car I had was like the last, I think, well, I don't know if it was the last year they made Dodge Neons, but by the time I got a Dodge Neon, it looked like a good car. They used to look ridiculous. They used to look like weird <laughs> little mutated, like late 80s bugs almost or something. Like the, the front just looked pathetic. Like it, it, the, the hood, the whole front of the car was just like, Nurr. I was like, Tercel. I don't know. Um, but my Dodge Neon was nice, but my Toyota Corolla is very nice. And I think it's going to last me a long time. A couple years ago, I had both sides of my car. I, I made somebody very upset, and I have no idea who, because I didn't really have you know ex-girlfriends or all. I didn't have any problems with anybody to the extent where they would gash both sides of my car with a key. Like I must have made someone angry in traffic. And we have some goofy intersections on the way to where we work, so I'm guessing that's probably where it was, because that's probably where it got keyed was in the, park, the parking lot at work. I'm talking like two and a half years ago. And they're still on my car because I don't care. Like, I don't care about the key. I mean, my car's gray, so I don't even notice it most of the time. I mean, I still see it. I, I guess it's the kind of thing that most people just get fixed right away. <laughs> I don't know. Could have been in a random act, too. Like, you, your car was just there. There were some kids ah, I probably angered. I get, I, I drive around idiots on the road. Like, there, there's like a, a false intersection before a four-way stoplight, a major intersection on the way to our work. And people always think they have to stop at the wrong spot they think the red light for the main intersection is telling them to stop like a half block before where they actually have to stop and when i'm on my way to work i ain't got time for people to figure it out and i, I whip around people so maybe something like that wow. i don't know i don't know um and I, I just don't care and I, I i think there's better ways to spend money like i just don't I, you know I, I i'm in the minority here uh, you know, that's money that could be spent towards like going on a vacation or buying some. No, cool I'm stuff actually for with you. Kid. If somebody keyed the side of my car, it's probably not getting fixed unless it had obscenities. And I've always... <laughs> my man, <laughs> <laughs> like it, it'll it will just stay there. I uh, and I also a uh, like a year ago, it might have been last winter, it might have been the winter before. <laughs> it was probably last winter. I don't know. Maybe that's been two years. The key, the, the keys in my car might have been there for like four years. I might have had the keys on my, my car. Might have been keyed more for the majority of the time that I've owned it, for all I know. But I don't care. I also just moved out of a kind of a crappy neighborhood, so I sort of looked at it as urban camouflage. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> when I first got the car, it was brand new. I felt a little nervous parking on my block, and I felt a little nervous when I was like beep beep. Like I don't know how many people are beep beeping their cars around here. There's a little bit more since then, I guess, because beep beeping, beep beeped, beep beepable cars are not that inexpensive, and they're pretty common these days, even in the rough neighborhoods. But in the rough neighborhoods, those people, depending on their situation, what they get access to, they're they're definitely they're definitely they can be they can be prone to getting car a car that costs more than their house. That's definitely impossible. That's definitely possible. Uh, you know the, the yeah. I don't know. I'll leave that one. <laughs> um, but I also uh, I actually backed into another car j- just so lightly at my. It was a na- It was I was leaving my mother's house, and like how they say you're most you're most likely in an accident. You know, a few miles from your house. It's because you're the most lax. You're the most comfortable because you've driven there and. Uh, the neighbor, I, I back out of her driveway. I actually, she's like a double driveway thing. I'm sort of parking on the lawn, and I got to back out at a weird angle to get out, get out, get out of there. And I backed up just a little too much and backed into the very, very the front fender of my neighbor's station wagon, their neighbor's station wagon, and I gave them the money to fix their stuff right away. But I didn't care because my car still worked fine, and I just don't care. I just don't mm-hmm. care. It's funny actually because for a while, after a little while, the fender came loose in the back, and whenever I was on the highway, before I uh, did something a little more per- semi permanent to put it back in place, well, how it is now because it's still banged up. Uh, the whenever I was, especially on I ninety seven, that's got pretty much the highest speed limit around here. It's sixty five instead of fifty five or fifty, like everything else. And of course, you know, I'm getting up to like seventy four and a half. You know, mm-hmm. Everybody else, I'm talking to you, Everybody else is doing it too, and the back, the back driver's side part of my fender would flare up like a wing, and it would just be like, oh man! And you know, I would have a force field on the highway. People, you could just see the car just like, oh, just try driving around that mf'er. Like I, ain't, I don't want to be near that guy when that thing comes off. I've seen a few since since then where I'm just like, I feel you, brother. 
I'm going to get away from you, though. <laughs> I don't want your your mess coming off and hitting my car. I fixed it with... I got I got in there and fixed it with something temporary. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, actually, pretty permanent. It's pretty much going to last, but it doesn't look pretty. Because it's still bent, and, it, and the, the, end, the, the very corner is bubbled in, and it's dented in. And I don't care, but it does look like trash. And it does... Just that, that little bit... It's even more than the king. It does stand out a lit a lot, and some you know gorilla tape is poking through a crack here or there. And uh, I'm coming to a point where I'm actually going to have to get that fixed for purely aesthetic reasons, and I never wanted to do that. But I'm about to be certified personal trainer, and I'm about to be well, I am, but I'm about to be paid for it very soon in one way or another. I'm either going to be driving to a gym to work, or I'm going to be driving to people's houses to work them. And I don't want to be, uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't want my personal trainer showing up necessarily with it all banged up like that. Because as a personal trainer, the physical thing is kind of an important part of that job. I mean, with any profession, if you're if you're driving to clients' houses, you should have you you probably can't have a keyed up, dinged up car. You just can't do it. So mm, I don't know. It depends. Because a personal trainer, I don't care about the car they drive in. You and I wouldn't. A lot of people would. I think a lot mm. of people would. And more than you the think. the better your yeah, I mean, because because I mean, think about how many you people, how many other people do care about that. Most people out there, if they can afford to, and I mean, I well, I can a af- lot of people are. I've been care able to. I've been able to afford it for a while. I just don't care, and I don't want to take the time to, to go get it fixed and everything. I just don't feel like it, but I got to. I got to get it done. Because uh, I mean, the only thing I'm gonna say about that is like when you go to a gym. Nine times out of ten, people don't know what you're driving. Well, the clients might not, but they still might. They could see me pulling up. Mm-hmm. And I think the most even important more thing than that, for a personal I think, trainer would be their appearance. I mean, you I know, also some think... big slob came rolling up to my house that was physically... Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of fat trainers out mm-hmm. there, and I still have a little bit of belly. I'd be a little leery. You know, it's, it's, it's going away. I'll forgive the car yeah. if the personal trainer is in tip-top shape. Because mm-hmm. maybe they put other things off in their life to get in that type of shape. Maybe. Maybe. But I ultimately think it is it is worth it. It is worth the investment. Uh, I mean, people, it's just more people are going to take you more seriously. You could say the same. I mean, a lot of people will get the car fixed for the uh, the aspect of dating, because that would probably put a lot of girls off. And I don't even know. And I kind of give them a pass on that, not to be too judgmental. Or other people you're, you know, trying to attract. You know, if you're a girl trying to get a guy, or you know, the whole, the whole gamut, whatever, whatever. Um, I, I, I just, because so, because so few people would let something like that go that can't afford it. It, it makes you think that that person can't afford it for one, and so it's, it's, it is symbolic, kind of like how money's not real. It's a symbol, but it's a symbol of. All of the stuff that we need to do and live and survive. So that symbol of the junked up car can show a kind of just laziness or acquiescence or inability to provide or be independent or that kind of thing. And much like adding the canned laughter to the stand-up special, I don't think there was actually canned reading in the homeschool video, but that would be really funny if they bothered to do that. (laughs) That would be ridiculous. (laughs) You fakers! Um, it, it it if it's if it can help if it it might be a little bit inauthentic, but it's to sort of you know so it's so it's not getting in the way of a deeper truth, such as the fact that this personal trainer can help you get everything better, you know the the physical and the the internal and everything make it you know well not everything but you know what I mean. The, you know the whole the whole package of your health, physical to the to the mental and all that stuff. Uh, they can't fix all your problems, unfortunately. Well, I mean, I might be able to. You can hit me up. We'll talk. We'll see. But um, so it, I don't know. It's just interesting the 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 sheen that you, we put over things to to reveal the truth instead of covering up the truth. I don't know. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's so complicated. This this being a human animal, right, guys? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Can you think of any? I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of a quote that's been sticking with me. It was from the season finale of uh, HBO's Westworld. Phenomenal. We'll get more into culture talk later, of course. And one of these days we'll talk about that. There's a second season coming out, so we'll see. But uh, eventually. Who the hell knows? Um, near the end, the, the character Tom Ford that Anthony Hopkins played, who is sort of co-creator of the whole 
the whole Westworld thing. He's the the man at the top. It's the Don Corleone of the, of the series, more you know, in a way, uh, the the brainchild and everything. And I can't remember the exact quote, but he says something just about how he loves a good story, and the th- it, it, you know, it's a it's a lie that tells a deeper truth that ennobles, in it, yeah, ennobles the the human experience more or less. Because like you know, I, I like a good fiction quite often more than a nonfiction. Because I like that story arc, and it there is some kind of a I don't know a truth to the human experience in there, and like you get to experience the whole the whole story, the whole the whole gamut of whatever they're trying to trying to get at. I don't know. What do you guys What do you guys think about truth and lies and that kind of weird thing to try to? Well, me being somebody who's honest to a fault, hmm. like I don't know, maybe that's why I didn't see a problem with somebody coming up with a banged up car. Because yeah. I do see a lot of people who have not such a great car, but a beautiful house. Yeah. Because they invest their money into their house mm-hmm. more than they do their car. Because they're with the thinking like me. Like, I just, I don't know, man. As long as it's a great running vehicle, mm. the heat and air conditioning works, and the radio works, like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm I good. Wish people were like that. And as long as I wish people didn't care about getting their car scratches fixed. That'd be great. I mean, I really, I mean, I have a little dent. I, I took on. Gabby's nice car. I have a dent in the back. She had her kids when they were at their youngest ages in that car. Mm. That thing's a wreck, man. And I don't care. Yeah. I just don't care. I cleaned it out once. Got a well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also thinking to get a a client might not care as much, but to, to get if I do want to get hired at a gym, the gym owner might care too, the manager or whatever. They might take a look at my car. No, and that might that I don't might think be so. a thing. You don't think so? They can't discriminate because of your car, especially at a gym. They can't. I don't know. I mean, any job, I, mean, I think honestly, they. I don't, I don't think, think they. They can't car. openly say anything about it. I think. But I think at a job they will have a car because that means you can get the work on. That them. helps. But if they're, I think, I think that they might pay attention to the way people drive in and out of places when you're trying to hire somebody. Now, if you're going 100 miles per hour in the parking lot, they might take notice. <laughs> but I, I think you could slide in there in, in a in a in a dumpty. But your car is fine. I think I mean, if you were, like I said, fine, I but... think what you said before. I think if he was going maybe two people, clients' houses. I think it. Li- one thing, I think it. But not. It maybe... could limit my options and getting my car fixed can't. Hurt. Yeah, but you even if you drive a lemon. Let me tell you what. People are weird and strange in this world. They could hate you because you drive a Kia. For no reason, they just hate that car and they hate mm-hmm. everybody that drives it. They might hate you because you don't drive an environmental friendly car. Mm. Yeah, you, you don't. You, you can't plan for those type of things. They might hate you for the color of shoes you wear. That's the world we live in. But I think as far as like being on the job and being professional, just like you should be, you know, you go for like... I don't think the car you drive makes a difference. You could drive a bus to work. Literally, you could drive a know. bus in the I, parking I think lot. It, I think it matters to certain jobs more than you think. I think it shouldn't matter, but I think it does. Yeah, I'm, I think not, for, I'm not saying it should. I, think for I'm like, saying, I, I mean, think I can it, put I you in my would. perspective. When I work for Cisco... Um, the the car we drove around in a guy who was very successful, a hundred you know six digits a year yeah. drove around in a dumpty. Yeah. Why? Because it was his work car. I mean, this thing had I well, thought what it was did a he, busted tail light, but well, it wasn't. what did he do? I mean, he, but he that wasn't. But that wasn't. That wasn't. He wasn't drove like to his... clients uh, all day long. Okay. And it didn't matter. Hmm. Like I, I don't think the car matters. I don't think half the people are even going to know what you drive unless they're interested in you. Unless a woman is physically interested in you, I think they might go peep out what you drive. But I <laughs> and really it's, don't it's think... funny because that's that's something that I, I thought of. That's in the notes here somewhere. <laughs> but uh, the you know the one thing I thought is it could it, you know it could hurt or I might have brought I might have like glanced on that a little bit. Uh, you know it could it could it could have hurt me in the dating realm, but I don't care. And I've kind of taken the approach, and maybe this is just convenient thinking. I really don't feel like getting it fixed and putting out the money and all that. But if if that's gonna scare off a girl, then mm-hmm. good riddance. Yeah, well, yeah, kind of what I was thinking. Like, like yeah. Marilyn Monroe's quote. Bro. Seriously, if you can't ha- accept me at my worst and you don't deserve me at my best, if you're gonna mm-hmm. throw a person away just because of the car they drive, 
shame on you. Yeah. Get rid of that person in your life. That yeah. is a cancer. I don't think it's. I mean, that's what I, I don't say for think women's... it's hurt me. I think my schedule is the is the only. Yeah. I, that's enough to get in the way. Your schedule, yeah, it's at your crazy. age, it's the crazy. schedule. That's the hardest part. It's like the when, same I, when, difficulty I, when I when I part the Red Seas and yeah. the schedule and fit in the time, like there's usually, you know, it's not. It was the biggest yeah. challenge I had too. When yeah. I was single, nightmare. Dude. Yeah, I think when I was single, that was the number throw, one challenge. Throw a single, throw being a single father in there, full time yeah. single father oh, yeah. with a homeschooled kid. Woo! Yeah, for well, from a woman's perspective, well, I, I, I guess you could say half full time. I don't know because we're not both full time, but you know what I mean. I mean, myself, I've never cared, you know, about. Or we are both full time, but you know, you know, me myself, I've never cared about you know appearances or you know of any like appearances, whether you know the car they drive and also like how they dress. I've never really looked at that. I mean. I don't know. Yeah, I would say exactly what you said. If they can't accept, you know, they're going to judge you mm. on your car, then, good, yeah. you know, good riddance. But I'm fine with that approach when it comes to dating. When it comes to trying to better myself professionally, uh, I guess I'm willing, I'm going to, I'm I as tempting as I am to follow Joe's advice because it is convenient. <laughs> and I would like <laughs> to not deal with it or put out the money or anything. I'm pretty sure... I just I wanna I wanna you know just your car like, right now. Like, kind of like has a problem with your car right now. That's crazy. Well, I might do the fender and not the key because the fender. Well, the fender the I would fender do if it's, if it's hanging off like a wing. Well, I would it's do not. Fender. It's not. No. It's it's safe. <laughs> it's safe, but it does it does kind of look like someone took a ball peen hammer to the corner of the back bumper. I don't think that really matters. Put a I bumper might be, sticker over it. I might be it. tired of looking at it. Well, you can't. I mean, it's on the corner. <laughs> I'd still put a bumper sticker over it. <laughs> you probably don't have a really big bumper sticker. Get some camouflage duct tape. I'll fill it That'll in take care with bumper stickers. Yeah. So, Health uh, rules. Yeah. So, uh, going back to the canned laughter, I didn't know this until I actually went to, I went to a live showing of, um, or live filming of uh, Live with Regis and Kelly when Regis, you know, was, it was the last oh, year wow. we was on the show. Um, what were you like seven? <laughs> no, it was actually five. No, five years ago. Yeah, oh, okay. I, was actually, yeah, I guess it wasn't. It, was five it just years seems ago. forever wow. because of the but, um, carousel of new people that's been coming yeah. in to do that yeah. show. Yeah, um, but that's I, right. One thing I, I guess I was thinking more like Kathy Lee. She yeah. left a while ago. <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago. That was a while ago. But this was his last year. That's why my dad he booked tickets to you know go. Um, but uh, my I grandfather's didn't... met Regis, sort of. Yeah. Go. <laughs> But uh, it was it was pretty cool. But one thing I didn't realize I don't know if everybody knows that maybe everybody's noticed this or not. But a show like that, you like talk shows and stuff. Um, you know, you hear people laugh and clapping and stuff. That's all. The they have like a producer sitting there telling you to do that. Yeah. Telling you when I to clap. That. Telling yeah. you. When, I didn't know that, and it kind of made it Especially to on me. Sitcoms. Not sitcoms. I'm talking about just like talk, just yeah, talk, talk shows. Show, like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, talk Jimmy, shows. Like very Jimmy structured. Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. Like, I guess I just really didn't know that. And to me, it almost made me look at them in a different way. Like, oh, they're not as real yeah. as I thought. Because, like, people are yeah. clapping like they agree with something when it's really, yep. they might not just because they're telling you to clap. Well, even if you're home, it is kind of weird. I don't like it either. Because when I'm at home and I hear some of these jokes, that, that laughter does not come into try, play if I'm going to laugh. Or try not. watching an episode of The Brady Bunch. Like, they're not even telling jokes. And there's mm-hmm. just like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's sitcom it's weird sitcom dude. in the you. old sitcoms they really just didn't care mm-hmm. actually uh, it was cheesy way too cheesy yeah i was actually almost on the show because they inter- they were um having everybody fill out like a form everybody that was like waiting in line to go into the be in the audience they have every person fill out a form about who they are any special talents they might have and they say like you know if you get special time we're gonna have like a sp- you as a special guest and I actually got chosen but they, I never got time because Kelly Ripa talked too long about her vacation and she just went on. Well, what was your special talent? Taekwondo. <laughs> they were gonna have me I swear to God I, I sat closer to the stage they were gonna have me break a board on TV like a flying kick and break a board. I swear to God you can, so ask, you, can, you can ask my, my How high was this board was gonna Shut be because just to let you know people I don't even think Gabby's five foot. That's awesome. Exactly. So it's gonna be impressive. <laughs> but no, yeah, no. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't. I, I don't see them doing that very often. It was just kind of. It was just. It was kind of cool. We got to sit up real close to. Well, Kelly, is that why you don't like Kelly? No, I don't. I don't mind. I don't, what are you talking Still have about? a grudge because like you didn't get on TV because of Kelly Ripa. I don't like you, Kelly. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Ripa. If you have hate in your heart. Let it out. <laughs> No, I just don't. I, I really just, I don't watch that show. I don't really watch any kind of daytime talk shows, really. Ellen, I watch Ellen sometimes. A lot I watch of them Ellen. are awful. They're just so. I watch bad. Ellen sometimes. Not really. Yeah, I, I can't say I watch any of them. They're terrible. 
I never watch, have either. I don't really watch any, not even nighttime. I say I watch little segments that'll po- get posted online from, and I think that's the thing now is like, you have to like have something that's like viral, like Jimmy Fallon always has like different funny things he does on his show. Everything is viral nowadays. Yeah, but I'm saying, I think that's how you gotta stay, that's how you gotta stay like, um, known, and like, people are gonna watch your show, like. Jimmy, I feel like Jimmy Fallon is always like trending with little stuff he's doing with celebrities, like playing Password, like little stuff like that. Well, that's how James Corden has stayed alive exactly. with his carpool, carpool karaoke. Everything is going viral, not just them. Everything. Yeah, I when I say everything, same. I mean everything. I, mean, I think Jimmy Fallon's show you might get like three or four million viewers, but his YouTube videos will get like, like twenty million, fifty or yeah, yeah 20 exactly. Or WWE wrestling, for instance. Me and my brother had a talk uh, yeah, about this yeah, earlier yeah, today. Uh, their ratings have plummeted. They're not doing bad for today's TV standards. They're doing close to 3 million viewers each week on Raw and SmackDown, which That's is very bad, good numbers. Yeah. But they used to pull in five, sixes, and all the way up to an eight during the Stone Cold Steve Austin era. And this is before the internet world. I mean, when that Attitude Era was going on, we had old school AOL computers that signed on and said, you have mail. Rest in peace, AOL. Speaking of inauthentic. <laughs> pro so, wrestling. Finally pro wrestling down. now. To stay on that topic is they're getting only, you know, getting I say only, but they're getting almost 3 million viewers on Raw or SmackDown. They're doing like 2.5, 2.7, whatever. But on certain segments, like <coughs> recently a group supposedly got back together doing 8 million viewers on YouTube. I mean, that's a difference. That just shows you where the world is at. That's just that's yeah. just the world we live in. You know, the, the live talk shows, the Jimmy Fallon's, the Jimmy Kimmel's, the, the James Corden's that we were just talking about, they're probably not doing as great in numbers late at night, but I know James Corden's getting like 100 million viewers on his carpool karaoke's. Mm-hmm. That's, it, it's what we live in nowadays. It's social media, and it's, um, you know, you have to be trending, yeah, all that. Well, talking of inauthentic things and lying things, there there actually was an article that jumped out at me earlier, and only part of the article. The whole article itself is uh, from HealthyWay. I guess it's HealthyWay.com. I don't even know. No, don't go back to the beginning. No. Four secrets that men are keeping from women. But that I don't care about. <sighs> the, the browser. It's, what the secrets it's stabbing me? me in the back. What are the I don't secrets? know, just common stuff like hiding... <laughs> hiding uh, their emotions, you know, they lie. Couples lie about money to each other, but the one thing where I mean, it, the whole the whole thing is more or less about being honest and lying with e- and lying to e- not lying to each other and stuff. But one thing they were saying about lying, number two was men will fake interests, especially at first. They do. <laughs> they do. Uh, I can't I say I, I think I'm a difference. I mean, you can. I mean, having an open mind is different than faking an interest, like pretending yeah. to like something you don't. Yeah. Okay, and they say many guys will suddenly become interested in what the girl he likes is interested in. Music, foods, movies, etc. I don't know. The page finished loading and jumped me up. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Oh, you guys are jerks. Alright, so certified counselor and author David Bennett. In reality, he may not really like them that much, but feels like it's an end to get a date. Many men do this early on in a relationship and eventually turn into their true selves. This is a problem since this type of secret relies on misleading a partner. That's not a great way to start a new relationship, especially considering that research research shows, quote-unquote, practicing a lie might eventually lead to more lies. In a study published in Nature Neuroscience, researchers found that the human brain adapts to the process of dishonesty. Little lies feel bad, but over time, the negative emotional feedback all but disappears, allowing a person to repeat lies without feeling bad. The, damn you, the browser the amygdala responded a lot the first times people lied, but it went down over time, lead author Neil Garrett told National Geographic. We think this is the first empirical evidence that lying escalates. That's the potential danger of these little white lies. While a man might stretch the truth in the first few weeks of a relationship to impress a potential partner, his brain can get used to the process of lying. And that's a pretty scary scenario. It isn't the worst. All right, that's the end of that. But yeah, you get used to lying, so don't lie. I don't know. I don't know how that fits. All right, I'm not getting my car fixed. (laughs) (laughs) It's not truth. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe if the first gym doesn't hire me, then I'll fix the car. Or I'll just go on my own. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'm going to fix it because I want the option of training clients in their homes. And I want the option of training clients in their rich homes. Mm -hmm. If I'm driving around a rich neighborhood, some of the rich folk 
Ah, then again, maybe I could just take the dating approach with him. You know what? If you don't want my beauty car in your rich neighborhood, I don't want your rich money. <laughs> I'll keep you guys posted. <laughs> you had a question for me, didn't you, Joe? About some things. Some things oh, from, yeah. from the fridge? From the fridge, from the cupboard. Mm, some healthy and easy yep, from the fridge. Stuff, some stuff that I have been changing in my life from my very early morning drink to my mid-afternoon drink, and even to my cocktail at the end of the night. And I was just asking these three I'm pretty good substitutes. At, I'm pretty good at crapping in people's bowls of cereal, so... These three me. substitutes that I've used, I wanted to know morning, lunch, and dinner, am I really doing better for myself, or am I still just doing as bad? My first one, I'll start with breakfast. Okay. I have switched my creamer. Like I've said, my guilty pleasure is coffee. I don't think mm. I'm going to be able to stop coffee. Nah, coffee can like be fine. Cream in I don't my want coffee. to stop coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like flavored cream in my coffee. Yeah. And I've been drinking flavored cream, but I realized that it is a lot of sugar I'm pouring into a cup. So this last week, I have been using sugar-free International Delight. Oh, you were just using full sugar coffee creamer. I didn't yeah. even realize. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. we've talked about it a couple times. I can't remember. I was using whatever Gabby I can't remember if I was critiquing... Reese's. I can, well, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that was like you got sugar. you got ice cream, <laughs> sugar Christmas cookies, creamer. <laughs> so yeah, so this week I switched over to sugar free hazelnut international delight. Um, is this better for me? It tells me I'm only using. I probably put about two to three tablespoons. It's twenty calories per tablespoon. I thought that looked pretty good, and saying a lot of other things are zero. Total fat has some fat, but. I know you know how to find the drugs in this thing, so I was wondering, <laughs> am I doing better for myself, or am I still just doing just as bad? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got here. Hold on, I missed the thumbs. Uh, 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 yeah, there we go. Okay. <clears throat> well, this is, it's complicated, because... I try to eat super clean and have a super healthy diet where I cook all my own food and I don't eat anything processed. I think if you're already kind of more or less eating a little, some processed, you know, if you're not eating super clean like I am and sort of eating a little bit more, I don't know, I don't know if normal is the right word. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're kind of, if you are, I don't know, I'm not saying this to you, but if you're the kind of person who is eating like lean pockets and fast food and all that stuff, going from a full sugar coffee creamer to this stuff that's got sucralose in it, which is basically Splenda, might be better. I can't say that for sure. I mean, it's... According to the USDA, uh, they they kind of recommend replacing full fat stuff with artificial sweeteners and all that. So maybe, but... There's a lot of literature out there saying that some of these artificial sweeteners can do bad things to your gut bacteria and you know possibly your ability to lose weight. A lot of people think that even these artificial sweeteners can hurt your ability to lose weight. Um, I, would, I would not drink this, personally. I, of the artificial sweeteners, the better ones are, stevia is one that's going to, it's becoming more and more common, and I'm sure you can find stevia sweeteners, and I'm not sure if you can find flavored stevia sweeteners mm-hmm. or not. They have different, um, I feel different a lot, stevia. I feel a lot better about stevia, unless you mm-hmm. take uh, lithium. That's mm-hmm. the only, con- that's the only thing I've ever seen that says don't take stevia if you do this, because the stevia... Messes with I think I don't know messes with your ability to do something I think they both have something to do with your thyroid I don't know I don't remember it's been gotcha. a while since I looked it up so lithium users don't touch stevia I uh, monk fruit is another one that's usually in the orange packets you can find it from the same companies that make stevia <laughs> I think you find monk fruit in the raw maybe I'm not what sure. about trivia that's stevia trivia it's, stevia. yeah that's it's stevia. a form of that's stevia, stevia. Um, and monk fruit God, it's been a long time monk fruit is actually derived from the monk fruit is this Asian fruit that is supposed to be anti-cancerous. Like people who are worried that these other sweeteners are cancerous, that's supposed to be the opposite. So that's that's nice. I mean, once it's once it's processed and put in little orange packets, I'm not sure, but I bet that those are better than the the pink, yellows, and blues. I stay away from the this the the sweet and lows, the splendas and equals. I try to steer away from. I definitely wouldn't go. You know, a little bit here and there is probably better than a lot of things possibly better than just the pure cane sugar 
I try to avoid the I try to avoid that kind of stuff as much as possible because you know that that causes inflammation which can cause cancer or you know lead to things which can cause cancer way down the road and that might sound crazy but then you could take a look around at all of the people that spend a large percentage of their time going to the doctor and taking pills and pills and pills and it's like every as you every every decade you get older you get a, a new like row of pills in your chart to, to throw back and i don't have to take any pills right now and i don't really want to have to take pills i mean mm-hmm. when i do have to take them i take i'll take them i guess but i'm gonna try to fight that as much as i can and uh i don't think it's like a smack that i feel better not uh, not eating that stuff i don't know so I don't know. I wouldn't recommend. I wouldn't necessarily recommend this, but the, I would. I I feel better having this than the full sugar stuff. Because if I look at the thing and it says sugars are, I don't know. I don't know how many sugars they put in, in the other in the the full sugar stuff. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. So you're pretty much telling me Truvia and skim milk is the way to go in the future. I like heavy whipping cream. It's fattening. So be careful how many fats you have throughout the day. I would go more coconut milk. Coffee, well, some, I'm really... Ch- or almond, almond milk, milk, rather. Almond, almond milk. Almond milk. Okay. Coconut-flavored almond milk's nice. Something I was going to recommend. My mom uses these for her coffee. She's um, wrong. She's dumb. <laughs> but I just looked it up just to, you know, get the, get the nutrition facts. Um, but Stevia has drops that you oh, can yeah. flavor drops you can put into your coffee. Like, they, they do have a hazelnut. Um, looking at the nutrition facts, there's... Then what are you waiting for, Gabby? No. What are we doing And it here? says it's perfect for coffee. It says no calories, no fat, no sodium, no... Well, while you're reading that, is there an order button? Because we're out. Yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> this is empty. I'm sure you can find it at the store. Yeah, but there's lots of different flavors. So pretty much at the end of the day, you're telling me that is not too much better for me. I don't I don't it. like the artificial... I don't like those artificial sweeteners. The big three artificial sweeteners make me nervous. I got... I wouldn't specifically tell people not to do them. But I just I don't I don't trust them. There's no free lunch, you know. There's no free lunch. That's why even the Truvia makes me a little nervous. Or the Stevia makes me a little nervous because you're still feeling that sweet flavor. And I think it's I'm trying to not be used to that personally. Like I, I don't I don't I don't want to have that that sweetness because I think sweetness begets sweetness and it makes you want more sweetness. But I think the Stevia probably is okay. For, yeah, for, for the, the ingredients, part. it says all it is is. The hate for hazelnut, hazelnut extract, and this true the stevia leaf. And that's it. Well, let's yeah. do it. What are we waiting for? Get they also they flavors. also have a yeah. pumpkin spice one. Joe. There you go. Oh, they even have flavored stevia. <laughs> Come on, let's they do have it. Coke flavored. Let's what put the big for? three out of business. <laughs> all right. So for uh, lunch, middle of the day, what I do is I've been cutting out all sodas. I have okay. not been touching soda. Last time I had a soda, I can remember was at work. And was because I was making sure that the soda was changed correctly and it tasted back to its normal state in order for me to sell it. You drink Sprite? Can you taste this? So I had a sip of Coke. I can smell the Sprite, actually. I don't need to ask people. I had a sip of Coke then and I also had a sip of Coke of Gabby's Coke because I had to wash some food down that was just... I had to get something right then Mm -hmm. and there. But other than that, I... I need to drink something that'll clean a car battery. So I've been... um, I bought Crystal Light. Sweet tea flavored mm-hmm. to add to my water. It says it's 10 calories per packet. Now, I don't have the box or any packets of that right there on Those hand with calories. Me. Calories are a good guideline. I pay more attention to the type of foods that I'm eating, the food groups and the macros and all that, you know, fruits, vegetables, meats, proteins, and as well as, you know, fats and carbs and proteins and all that more than I do calories. I don't really pay attention to calories too much, but I got a pretty good handle on my diet. I have a pretty good idea what, so I, you know, eventually to become organic, you don't need to worry about, you know, keeping track on a chart. Um, the Crystal Light, pretty much the same the same thing. It's got sucralose in it, so it's gonna be just as, just as bad for you, but it's still probably better than full force pure cane sugar. Uh, there is also Crystal Light Pure, which, if I am not mistaken, is made with Truvia, or I guess Stevia, as it would be, because Truvia is the brand. Yeah, Stevia. Pretty, I'm, I'm like 99% sure. So that's better. I personally don't do it just because I I try to stay away from all that stuff. Just as just just because I'm worried that it, it's like a, I'm worried it'll be a gateway drug into something that's sort of adjacent to it. And I'll you know I just I I try to be kind of strict with myself. But I would say the Crystal Light Pure. Let's look that up. Crystal Light Pure doesn't have a thing in it. And the last thing that you were asking me about was was that the dinner one? Uh, stepping on the, the, my, the third part. Now I don't drink this every night, but you know about lately it's been maybe three, 
two or three nights a week, I got to have my cocktail at the end of the night. Yeah. It's my vice. Um, sometimes after a long day of work, stress, whatever, when I sit down and watch TV or me and Gabby go out to dinner or we want to play video games, you know, have a game night at the house, I like to have. And I don't surpass anymore two drinks. Nice. Uh, like tonight, I'm drinking one drink while we run through these podcasts. Now, I used to drink straight up cranberry juice, and I realized it had a lot of sugar. Oh, yeah. Fruit juice is not... I don't recommend fruit juice. I would drink two eat, of them. Eat the fruit so you get the fiber and everything to help slow down the absorption yeah. of all the sugar. Just drinking fruit juice, you might as well be drinking that soda. You're mainlining sugar right into your bloodstream. But I was getting like heartburn. Only drinking oh, yeah, like one or too. two of them. Yeah. It was like crazy. So I switched to a sparkling cranberry. It is sparkling water with cranberry juice. Ocean spray, sparkling cranberry. I will say that you are in the right direction, but unfortunately, I'm going to poop in your sparkling cranberry as well. You see the sugar content? You're looking at it right now, aren't you? Right yeah, I'm reading it right content? now. 24 grams of sugar. That's a Which, lot. That's a, that's a Red Bull can right there. The one thing I'll say from this, now, Literally, that's the size fat, of a Red Bull. Yeah. Calories from fat says zero. Yeah, but the, that's because, well, that sugar is going to... Help. Was, that sugar is still going to help you get fat. Don't worry. The calories are way down. And Especially the only thing when it's not going to be slowed down by anything else. I've been using this for about two weeks now, and it hasn't given me uh, heartburn or anything uh, like oh, that. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying that one can lasted you two weeks. I was like, oh, okay. Nah. You've only had one fourteenth of that well, can. Let me tell you what. One can is about all I'll use, and most of the what, time. What, in one evening? One evening. And How many drinks? Even, two, three? Two. And I mean, it's not the tonight, worst thing in the I'm world. Only have so one. you're talking 12 grams of sugar plus whatever sugar is in the booze. How much booze do you put in each? Two, three ounces, four ounces? I don't know. I feel like I'm <laughs> halfway to the cup. I only have one drink though. Lately, so I've only been much, having one drink a as night. As much uh, sparkling water as uh, as booze is it like a 50-50 thing. Yes, exactly. Well, I'm not sure how many grams of sugar are in each, you know, shot of booze or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's not bad. I would I would recommend seeing how you like just regular flavored seltzer water that has zero. I've done that. Zero sugar. That mm-hmm. stuff, I I love it. I there's all and they're coming out. I just had an orange cream flavored seltzer, and it's not not that. There's no sucralose, no sugar, nothing, and it's just sparkling water with. I mean, it's got a little bit of artificial flavoring in it, so I'm probably getting a little bit of cancer there, I guess. But I, you know. I only need to live to 100. It's fine. Well, the one thing I'll say about the cancer thing, and my, this is only my opinion, mm-hmm. I get cancer every day I step outside and breathe. Yeah, but also you don't need extra. You don't. Especially you ingesting don't. it and putting it right into your bloodstream. But it's one of those. I would say see if you can do the other thing, you know, just the regular oh. flavored seltzer water, because there's a million different flavors. You want to know a crazy and thing? You can, and you can even maybe, maybe try adding a little bit of stevia to that if mm-hmm. it's too bitter. I don't know. Make your own soda. Well, I did. I, I I was a couple weeks ago. I switched to this only because I thought I felt like it was doing better, and it is better because I only drink about you one drink. You can't clean a car battery with it, I don't think. So it's got to be better than. But I do. Oh. I have messed with. Um, I do. My next step is this. I'm weaning down, is what I'm calling it. Okay. Um, I have. I did have club soda, like straight seltzer water, zero calories, zero nothing in it. Just and I was putting limes in it. Yeah, I'm big on that. And that yeah, was pretty lemons good. Lemons are good, yeah. I mean, I think I need to experiment more. I would always, if I'm doing that, if I'm making a seltzer, you know, with or without booze, and I'm wanting to add citrus, I am not content with a wedge because if I do one lemon wedge in a in a glass of water or a glass of anything, it's 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 enough to disrupt what's going on, but not enough to to be enough lemon for me. So I'll do I'll do half a lemon or half a mm-hmm. lime, and if I'm making a drink with with citrus personally mm-hmm. and so you could try that too with the with the unflavored seltzer water or even what with I the like flavored seltzer water i'd like to make a whole book on healthy drinks at the bar yeah so you can make you can keep it if, if i ever made a, a drink recipe book, that was that one of the early it. blog posts on the better health and world i would try to get a hundred recipes together of all types of different things of the healthiest you got a message me if you want a copy of it though it's not on the website anymore concoctions to <laughs> add matthew j better for like your home bar, when you go to the bar, ask them to make you like healthy versions because that's a lot of people's Achilles heel. Now, I don't drink that I mean, much for it to get out of hand. I mean, liquor, straight liquor is probably your best bet. And seltzer water and club soda are probably your best bets martini. to mix them with. <laughs> yeah, martini where it's just liquor and a little bit of vermouth. That that definitely was on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I wrote a couple years As ago. As a man, I feel kind of weird drinking a martini though. Well... I mean, I know Where it's not that bad because it's straight liquor, 
But as a man, I just feel, I don't know, something about a martini glass. I just don't like them. Just grab, your, grab yourself a pocket Apple square. Tea? You get your fruit. Even if you're wearing board shorts and like an untucked button down, put a little pocket square in there. You and can and rock I, a I'll martini. Tell you, when you look at the way I dress, I have no shame. But something about sitting at the end of the bar drinking a blackberry martini. Just, it Why I got to be blackberry? Then you're just adding syrup and stuff in it and juice. Right, and well, then he's talking about, yeah, any of those are bad. You need a regular martini. You just need a regular if martini. If you're talking about just, calories, the regular like martini, which martini. actually isn't bad. I hate olives. Oh, you hate olives. Well, don't get a dirty one, yeah, then. don't get a dirty you're one, beat. Then. Don't uh, like olives. Yeah, I mean, just you know, any of the, the non-calorie mixers, I don't know. Almost every, it's hard because sugar is everywhere and in everything, and it's pouring out of the walls and we're slipping on a lot of those drinks cars. i see i just don't know see i'm not a big fan of sugar stuff good for you like my coffee and i've never added i never add sugar to my coffee i do just add the cream and it's not yeah. that much i just add enough cream to change the color well yeah well the cream is going to sweeten it up because it's got some mm-hmm. sweetener in it yeah and i used to drink ton- believe me i've i've drinking gallons of that stuff mm-hmm. like i used to get down with some uh what are, I can't remember what the brands are now anymore. Like not the one you have, but I keep wanting to say like English Delight, English Breakfast, Morning Delight, Health. Ah, I can't even remember. We talk about creamers? creamer, flavor creamers. What are the big flavor flavor creamer brands? International International Delights. Delights. That's the one I'm trying to. That's think one of. right there. International Delight, but there's oh yeah. What's the other, what's the other big one? Um, the other one. The other one had the funkier cap. Maybe it didn't. Maybe this one had the funkier cap and it got a less Shoot, less. Funky. I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name right now too. Uh, where you push it, where you push down the one button and it like pops up on the side, and by the time you get three quarters down, it's got the weird like gooch, like it's I mean, like it's slime coming out of the sink in Ghostbusters too. You don't want any part of that. My mind is no I know good. they have Dunkin' Donuts flavors, creamers. They I know do they have Dunkin' Donuts brand. International Delight. They have the uh, there's a drink. Coffee mate. That's probably Coffee the other one I'm thinking of. Coffee mate is the other big one. Oh well, screw them all. Use a de- use a use a t- use a teeny teeny Netflix. dollop of heavy whipping cream, or uh, uh, almond milk. Well, While, I think you before the almonds go extinct, make sure to, make sure your make sure your almonds have been uh, milked by uh, certified organic almond milkers. Though. I think we're definitely going to experiment wait, wait. with these stevia drops. They yeah, also, they also have ones. Don't put them in your eyes. <laughs> they also have ones flavored for like soda. Or if you do, someone who needs to have a soda. Make sure or, one of you is um, recording it. It's a YouTubeable moment. <laughs> YouTube, it's gonna trend. Need some Druvia drops, man. <laughs> All right. Speaking of sweetness, I think we're ready to move on to dessert. What do you guys think? I I'm think ready. so. Here we've covered physical. Psychological, behavioral health, and all that, so we can we can move up Maslow's hierarchy of needs to cultural pursuits. These reflections of humanity, and today we're going to talk about the best comedies. Uh, last week we did pretty well with Ranker.com telling us the best sitcoms, so we're going to go with their judgment again this week. Mm-hmm. We might not use them every single time for every single one of these, but I mean they're called Ranker and. They're pretty popular, and I'm gonna. Well, that's a good. It's a good gauge. Good guy. It's good to have where it's voted on by the people, not just you know what's won awards. Yeah, I mean, I think IMDb could be a decent one. I'd be curious to see if Rotten Tomatoes has a list of best comedies or something. I've been on Rotten Tomatoes Tomatoes list though. They're weird. I mean, a lot of the movies are from like the 30s. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. Rotten Tomatoes can be odd because it's it's based on well, there's use there's there's user reviews, but there's also critic reviews, and that's the main score is critic reviews. Which, by the way, next week I want to start doing Halloween movies. Maybe the best. Oh uh, yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, um, I guess so we're I gonna run out of time if we don't do it. We should make movies. sure it's the week before Halloween. Is that yeah. the week before that's, Halloween? Yeah, next week. Oh, yeah. Is that the last? Is that the last mm-hmm. pod before Halloween? It is. All right, we got ourselves a topic. Yes. No, because I mean, also my favorite time is coming around because right after Thanksgiving, of course. I love I, Christmas. I love the Christmas, I love the Christmas, Christmas time. time. It's my favorite we'll time of the year. Me and Gabby underscore T got on the Rotten Tomatoes to play with the um, best Christmas movies of all times. We were looking for, we watched so many Christmas movies last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we love, we both love Christmas. Jingle all the way. I love uh, Elf, Elf, Home Alone 3. Well, we'll that's not a Christmas movie, is it? We'll say that. Home Alone Three isn't a Christmas movie. We is it? It takes place at Christmas time. Home Alone Three does? Are you sure? 
<laughs> Home Alone 3, I don't even understand. It doesn't even make <laughs> That's sense. That's why I'm, I know. Oh, my okay. kid loved all three. Because let me tell you what, one and two. Well, one and two, two are the best. deal. Uh, one, three movies. is good for, a nine, for an eight-year-old. I think it took place in the winter, but I don't think Christmas actually happened in Home Alone 3. It Maybe. Was, it was like, it, it, you'd have to watch it. To, it's off it the list. No, they, I mean... Home Alone 3 is not alone. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll do that later. But yes, anyway, best comedies. Best comedies. For Christmas movies on Rotten Tomatoes, that's when I learned they're too old school. Yeah. All right. So I will start with... All right. I'll, I'll give you... All right. I'll do one. Do we all have five? Did we all come up with five? Well, I already seen the list, so... Okay. So you did. Did you come up with a five list? Or what do you have? I, have, well, I said we should just... do a five of our own personal... Oh, right. That's what per- I'm talking oh, okay. about. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Well, you don't you have, have to that. Give me deal. a second. I think you can, be the, you can be our proctor. Well, all right. Well, I will... I can think of my favorite... I can try to think of my favorite five. Anyway, go ahead. All right. I'll start with you. I'm going to go with the obvious choice, at least for, I think I think this is, I mean, this might not be like the critics and everybody's obvious choice, but I think this is an obvious choice for most people in our generation. Old school. I think old school definitely makes the top five best comedies. What do you guys think? I think old school, I think old school sort of set the standard for the modern comedy. I, I, I you know, it was a little after Road Trip wasn't quite, I guess I think it was the same guy. I think, I think, I think old, I think old school. I think it sort of made Will Ferrell. It sold me on Will Ferrell. I hated him up to that movie. I thought it was just beautiful. I thought Will Ferrell was a beautiful movie. I don't think there was an ounce of fat in that movie. Every single frame was hysterical. And it holds up. Um, all right, you got one? What do you got? As number one? Well, I don't really have them in order necessarily. I just have five. Oh, this is. Oh, we're starting our five. Yeah, you're five. What do you um, got? Well, old school is actually in there, so Sweet. you might as well. Cross I figured that it would be. I figured it would be. That's fine. That's um, fine. Old school is in there, but uh, I'll go I'll with uh, probably The Hangover. I almost put that. Almost made it. That almost made it. That, that was I like had to put the that hangover. was like that was like the old. That was like the next old school. Almost. Like, I don't know if I've ever went to been. a movie before where I laughed harder in my the life. The Hangover is pretty much. And a, I just yeah. watched it again recently after not watching it for maybe like two to three years. And I laughed again. I mean, from top to bottom, just. I mean, the Hangover scripted. might de- might be worthy of dethroning one of the five on my list, but oh well. Uh, mine might get a little. I, I got Dumb and Dumber on my list. I had to pick a Jim I Carrey. Have Dumb and Dumber on my list. I think Dumb and Dumber is the funniest Jim Carrey movie. If I really think about it, I'm not saying it's necessarily even my favorite. I might give that to mm-hmm. Cable Guy, but I'm not going to argue that Cable Guy is one of the best comedies ever. Because well, I mean, almost, but but Dumb and Dumber really just just like old school, just nonstop, just hysterical, not really an ounce of fat on it at all. Just just no wasted room for comedy. Beautiful, beautiful. Right, you got another one? What do you got? Or do you, you did you come up with some of um, yours? What do you got? So my number one was Hangover. Nice. My number two is Bridesmaids. Nice. Um, now we got number three. My number three is Step Brothers. I have Step Brothers too. What's your number three? Step Brothers uh, is actually like my number two. Really? I love that movie. I feel like a lot of people like Step Brothers way more than me. <laughs> Bridesmaids. I think Bridesmaids was pretty was actually really, really good. Was, have that, you ever had a Step Brother? No. Okay. I had a stepbrother. <laughs> okay. And let me tell you what. Yeah. Yes. I guess a lot of people have had stepbrothers. <laughs> yeah. That could be a thing. Bridesmaids is supposed to be one of the best. I think they they probably call it one of the best like chick comedies, wasn't yeah. it? Supposed to be like a Judd Apatowish like raunchy chick comedy. It was a Cameron Very Diaz much. rated R. Uh, it had um, Kristen Wiig in it and. Um, what is this? Megan McCarthy, Bridesmaids. Uh, oh, Bridesmaids. Oh. Megan McCarthy, Kristen Wiig. Yeah, um, I think Maya that actually Rudolph. might have been a Judd Apatow production, if not direction. Uh, it was so. So I think funny. it was sort of in that in that vein of all that stuff. Okay. Um, uh, what do you? All right. Number, so you, so you had you. Had, yeah. What's your number four? Number four. Airplane. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. I'm not. I, you might be right. I haven't seen Airplane since I was very young, so I, I can't haven't seen. Say I haven't seen a long time either. But I just remember it being so right. funny. I got an old one. Caddyshack. I love Caddyshack. I see that on a lot of people. I'm not lists. even a golf person, and I love. I just. I, I love it, man. I love Bill Murray. I love Rodney Dangerfield. I love Ted Knight. Chevy Chase. Ah, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love Caddyshack. It's so funny. Um, Did you like Adam Sandler's golf movie? Happy Gilmore was yeah. I thought I was thinking about that. Like, did I put Adam Sandler on the list? My favorite Adam Sandler movie is probably Pixels. 
And that was pretty funny. I liked Pixels too. Pixels was really funny throughout. It actually was John, really funny. Josh Gad killed it in that movie. Uh, he, I mean, you could yes. almost, you could, I could almost make an argument to put that on a list, sort of like this, or at least like a top ten for my own, because it doesn't waste any time. There's jokes throughout the whole thing. Yes. It's pretty good, but ultimately it wouldn't make. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then so number five. Oh, mine was um. There's something about Mary. Nice. nice. Yeah. For yeah. me, I don't That's know what it was. Maybe it was the timing of my age. Uh, ben Stiller and Cameron. I mean, that was a well, really the Farley Brothers, just like team. Dumb and Dumber. And those yeah. those guys, when they were on their run, Dumb and Dumber, and there's something about Mary, and they had like, it was like a, I want to say it was like a five or a six movie run where they were just killing it. They were like banging out episodes of South Park. Like they were just, oh, it was, it was perfect. It was funny. It, it, there was not another movie, not an ounce of fat. It was just nonstop. The, it, was it was a, a game perfect, changer. perfect balance of like normal, normal-ish stuff and characters to ridiculous people, and the snake getting the roommate, and Brett Favre showing up, and then Chris Elliott having the weird eyes all over him and everything. Like, oh, there's something that was about great. Mary the and super tan like na- neighbor. Both have something in common too. The they nasty old tan lady. Were so funny that they both got extended in the movie theaters. If you don't remember. Because people oh, didn't catch on to the end of their run. Longer. And it's like they started lower. Nice. Because nobody knew who they were. I mean, remember Ben Stiller and then, of course, in The Hangover. Oh, Matt Dillon! I forgot about Matt Dillon! There's something about Mary! It was so funny! I forgot about Mary! That yeah, the, hangover, the, the Hangover really was beautiful chemistry. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was breakout performances. Should have got dog food. They're out, right? I got two more. One, I think, might, might make a lot of lists. Groundhog Day. Guys like yeah, yeah, that Day. almost made mine. Groundhog Day. I, love I don't think I've ever some seen some more Bill Murray, movie. some more I Chris think I've Elliott. Seen bits and pieces of it when it comes on TV, but I mean that movie. that movie. It, I mean, I guess there might be some parts of that where th- there is a little more exposition and less laughs or what mm-hmm. have you. So, um, let's see. My I mean, I used to be a John Can- Candy fan. I'm not saying that that has anything to do with that movie. But I, I used to be a John Candy fan. Like I used to like planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, that makes some lists. That makes John some Candy lists. was a funny guy. Yeah, he was very talented. Reminded me so much of how him and Chris Far- Farley passed way mm-hmm. early. Big men of comedy and yeah, a little Home Alone action for you. And then my fifth one was uh, Ace Ventura: When Nature Calls. Yeah, the Ace Ventura <laughs> movies, and actually the sequel. I think might yeah, I think you might be right. It might be honest something. The sequel is probably funnier than the original. I, love, I think it was. Joe I doesn't love agree both with me, but I think movies. it does. I think you're right. I think I've seen so the much. sequel way more times. I used to watch that thing that over rhino, and over the scene and over with again. The Rhino. The Rhino is a classic. <laughs> Tommy Davidson. Being the little crazy like tribal fighter who comes out like the big you know, Ace Ventura's got to battle the big champion, so the big muscle dude comes out and then he le- leans down and he puts his backpack on the ground and Tommy Davidson is all folded up in it. He unties it and he gets it out. And he's like, <laughs> and when the dude, when his, his tour guide is, uh, you know, when they're calling him the White Devil, he's Quinsu Ucha, Quinsu Ucha, and he goes. I can't help but notice that uh, you're still calling me the White Devil. And the guy just goes, yes, that's how they know you. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that movie's great. Oh. I still think the first one was way better. Oh, my God. No, the, even I just, love the story of the first one, too. I just like the simplicity. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. The whole, when he was trying to find out the uh, yearbook. Or not the yearbook. It was who all was on that team for yeah. the Dolphins. That was funny. He's showing up in everybody's, yeah. everybody's stuff. Yeah. Um, so was that your five? You had your five, That right? was my five. Did you yep. do all your five? Yeah, yeah. Mine got All right, my, number, my five is Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. I loved it. It was so funny. Uh, I think Bill and Ted don't get enough. I, I mean, I, I mean, it's I pretty much laugh the whole time that movie's mm-hmm. on. Maybe it's not every single frame like an old school or a hangover, but the the way that those the, the Bill and Ted talk, and it, on the surface you might remember it just being kind of stupid, but they actually managed to say a lot of eloquent things within their stoner talk. I think it's also brilliant that they talk like stoners, but they don't mention weed or <laughs> talk about being a stoner at all throughout the whole thing. Like when they show up to heaven and Keanu Reeves is just like, first of all, I'd like to congratulate you on having a most excellent abode. <laughs> and, you know, like it, it just, it, it's really... It was awesome, and you know the 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 death character being, I don't know, Bill Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey definitely worth checking out. Definitely worth giving it a second a second try. Um, 
the only problem with the Bill and Ted movies is they're a little bit dated, and I think that you don't see them on cable as much because, uh, unfortunately, they were created in a time where some things were still considered acceptable and funny, and they dropped the F word. Not the F-U-C-K F word, but they dropped the other F word. I think each movie has it once. And to the sequel's credit, they had it come out of the mouths of the evil robots right before they killed Bill and Ted. You guys got... Man, that movie's crazy. Oh, my God. They, <laughs> Don't think I've ever they're, seen they're, 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 At one point, Bill and Ted are in ghost form. And uh, one of them... Okay, so Ted, Ted's dad is, the poli- is like a police chief or a police lieutenant. And so after they get killed by the evil Bill and Ted robots, they go to the precinct to try to convince all the cops to go after them and to rescue the babes, the princesses. So they each like dive into one of Ted dives into his dad's head and the other guy dives into like a another fat like co you, you know lieutenant's head and so it's these two old dudes trying to act like Bill and Ted and all of a sudden they have their arms sticking out kind of the way that Bill and Ted stand they're just like all right cop dudes listen you need to go and save the babes that, from these two evil robots that killed my son. Okay? And then, and, and the, the, I'm not doing it justice. You, you, you gotta watch the, the actors. Oh, it's funny. And Bill and Ted do the air guitar thing, kind of like a Wayne's World thing. Like, yeah! And, but when they do it as the old guys, it's like, like some old twangy bluegrass or something. And Bill and Ted. I, I, could, I forgot how funny it was. I watched it over and over again when I was 11, and I didn't think it would hold up, and for me it held up. Maybe I just had bad taste. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, we, Keanu Reeves is everywhere for a reason. All right. What's okay. Ranker's top Ready? 10? Yes. For Ranker's top 10? Okay. Number one. Um, We're going to go start from 10 up. What's number 10? Okay, so 10 up. Okay. Yeah. Start from number 10. Are we guessing, or are you just, am I just listing at this point? Well, you're going to give us a clue. Okay, yeah, I give us a clue. One. We got time. Okay, this one... Came out in 1984. 1984. It is a science fiction. Anybody and it's a comedy. It's a com- science fiction comedy. Ghostbusters. Yes. Oh, I almost put those on the list. I think that I I, I love, love Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, but I don't think they. I, I think they are beautiful for being able to combine comedy and action adventure. But I wouldn't say I. I would say I disagree with that because I don't think it. Should be. It's not one of the top. I think people just movies. love Bill Murray. Yeah, Bill Murray's great. I got him on. I got him in two of my top five movies. But I don't have that there. Even though I love Ghostbusters, probably better than both of those movies. Anyway, okay. <laughs> next one I have. Gabby, you're wrong, jerk. <laughs> next one I have is from 1994. This one. Pulp Fiction. <laughs> nope. Um, it's listed, listed as action adventure. I don't know if you really would consider it that. Um, it stars Jim Carrey. The Mask? Nope. Ace Ventura? Nope. Dumb and Dumber? Yep. Action Adventure? That's what it listed on See, that's what threw me off was yeah. Action Adventure. Sorry, that's what, that's right. what it listed. Okay. Right, we're running out of time. What do we got next? Okay. What do we got next? Uh, 1978 is... Caddyshack? A... Nope. Airplane? Nope. Uh, National Lampoon's Animal House. Ooh. I was uh, going to say that. I had that written Animal down, Animal House too. is pretty good. I don't... Eh. I've never seen that one. That was like kind of like... Yeah, okay. it's, it, there's a lot of fat in Animal House, though. There okay. really is. Um, ni- this one came out in num- 1999. It says it is a romance comedy. Uh, what else we got? Something about Mary. No. No? It stars Jennifer Aniston. Shoot. It's not like Picture Perfect or something, is it? No. Office Space. Gen- oh. She was in Office, Office Space? Space? Yes, she was. Was she the main... One like, of them, yes. Was, yes. Uh, there was somebody else's the main. I can't Office read my name. <laughs> Office Space. Office Space. I, I, I'm not going to argue with Office Space. Man, Office Space is one I of those Office movies. Office Space written down. Office Space has no fat in it either. Office Space is tight. It is funny from front to back. It's great. Number six uh, from 1993 is a drama slash romance. Mm-hmm. What's the actor? Stars Bill Murray. 93? Groundhog Day? Yep. Groundhog Day. Oh, Nice. Can't argue hey. with that. Number five, 1980, considered a sport comedy. Hoosiers? I don't even know if that's a comedy. No. Oh. Try to read my hand. It's not Major actor. League. It had Bur- Bill Murray in it. He wasn't one of the main ones. Bill Murray, again, man, people love Bill Murray. A sports right, comedy? I give up. Yeah. Caddyshack. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> See, we don't think of golf as a well, sport. Well, I'm looking at the clock, too, man. It's, got, it's rattling me. Okay, okay. And um, number four, 1974, says comedy satire. Caddyshack. No. Airplane. 
Blazing Saddles. I've never seen Blazing Saddles. Mel Brooks, that's probably that's probably worth watching. That's okay. probably worth watching. Number Richard three. Richard Pryor. <laughs> Number three is more recent, 2009 comedy. Hangover. No. Yep, Hangover. Oh, was that 2009? Okay. Okay. Number two, 1980, is a parody disaster film. Comedy. Airplane. Yep, Airplane. Number, I thought that was going to be number one. Okay, number one, 1975, considered fantasy adventure. Don't care. Fantasy adventure? 1975? What? These things, again, are so old. Well, so 75 old. isn't too old. 75 okay. isn't bad. It's not Laurel and Hardy. If and they had some Charlie Chaplin stuff or some Three Stooges as the best comedy of all time, I'd be mad. 75? Yep. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, ugh. I disagree <laughs> vehemently. Ugh. Ugh. You're right. Screw that. Nah, man. I, I, this is one surprised. of those things. Monty Python and the Holy Grail is like pro wrestling for me. All of a sudden you're in a room and everybody likes it and you're the only one. You're like, oh my God, am I even in the real world right now? Why does everybody <laughs> like this? I've, I eventually uh, had a girlfriend who was into the Monty Python stuff, and I watched their entire movie catalog. And of all their movies, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, I think, was the worst. Like, I liked some of their other movies genuinely. Some of them were kind of weird. But I, I just don't. I don't, I'm get, just I don't get Holy Grail. I don't I get Holy thought, Grail. I would have thought on that list would have at least had, you know, Dumb and Dumber. I'm not surprised they didn't make the super list. Super bad. Snobs. Super Dumb bad. Dumber. Oh, I thought school. about Super Bad. Oh, that's right. Dumb and Dumber was on there. There you go. Old Snob. school, Ace Ventura, Bridesmaids, and maybe a couple other. I'm disappointed that old school didn't make it. I'm disappointed that that didn't make it. Some of old, dumb, old the school deserves on the list. We didn't have time to go over the ten through twenty, but they had a little bit of more recent stuff. Oh, we'll have to. We'll go. That we'll go that another, another time. Day. Yeah, maybe. Or we'll just burn down Ranker. Thanks for coming to the table. We love it when you come by. We really appreciate your time. Please tell your friends about us. Like, share, retweet, subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud where you can also find the Better Fight Cast, your tightest coverage of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts for rookie fans and you seasoned vets of the sport. Follow Joe Newman, Brad Jones, MMA, Gabriel Timbo, and Gabby underscore TV, Matt Crocobo Jr. at Matthew J. Better. That's Matthew, the letter J, better. We love you guys and girls. Peace. Peace.